0: It's who we are, it's what we do, it's why we're here, it's me and you, it's where we laugh, it's where we cry, it's where we shout and gasp and groan, it's where we meet week by week, Evan at home, Evan at home, at home with those who care, at home with those who dare to dream more than just a football crowd, more than just a football team. It's church and it's belonging, weekly mass, communion. It's faith and hope and love and more. It's family, friends, our union. Our own, we know our places, the special points where we all meet, and all the usual faces, the click clack of a million seats. That music before kickoff, the herald's expectation, the set cast theme, a grand old team, excitement and anticipation. Not just what happens on the pitch, those in blue and goodison green. Important landmarks of our lives, marked by matches we've all seen. Guardians of tradition, we pass that baton on. The heroes of the past, the heroes yet to come. Those magic moments that we share, the joy and pain we've known. It's where we meet, week by week, ever at home. The guiding lights on winter's nights, the grand old lady's throne. It's where we meet, week by week, Evan, at home. Born, not manufactured, never on your own. It's where we meet, week by week, Evan, at home. It's who we are, it's what we do, it's why we're here, it's me and you. It's where we break on Saturday, for future hopes unknown. Our history and legacy, Those times to come for you and me, it's where we meet week by week, ever.
1: And hi guys, Ash here again from the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland and this is episode number 92 of the Goodison Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. Yes, it's another edition and this time we are looking forward and looking towards the Blues' first trip of the season away from home. Leeds United, of course, host Everton at Ellen Road on Saturday. With Leeds, of course, looking to, I suppose, kickstart their own season after they were absolutely hammered 5-1 by Manchester United on the opening weekend of the season. And everything, I suppose in our own sense, we want to kick on from our win over Southampton. And it's another 3pm kick-off on Saturday afternoon. And I have to say, guys, I'm quite confident that the lads can pick up another three points here. Now, I don't see it as an easy task whatsoever. But I do believe that we should have the firepower to break down you know, a stubborn Leeds United. It might take us some time to get going. But I think, you know, obviously the two key players for... Leeds United will be the likes of uh, Phillips and Rafina, and especially the latter after, you know he did Hortos last season, and you know, if we can marshal these two guys and keep them you know from playing their own game, well then you know the rest should fall into place. and as I said, I think our firepower should be too much in the end for Legion United. Hammes Rodriguez looks like he's not going to feature again. Uh, And it looks, you know, he's made a couple of tweets and he's been on Twitch a few times. And it looks more and more likely that he's going to be sold before the transfer window uh, ends. Meaning that the only fans that will probably get to see him play live for Everton will be the few that saw him um, in the USA in pre-season. Which is such a shame that, you know, a player, the stature that he is, the key player, and, you know, the skill that he has... The icon that he became when signing for the club, you know, that was felt around the world. You know, this is going to be, you know, a stat that we really don't want to, to say that this player came, you know, didn't get to see the best of him on the pitch at times. Then we saw some great brilliance from him at times, but that the players in the side, the fans at Goodison Park, were unable to, you know, to, to to take on board what he he could give on the football pitch. So a win here of course would be another show of contempt by Rafa Benitez that he means business and that his mindset is fixed on the task of proving he can bring success back to Everton Football Club. Uh, Of course Dominic Cavallino will be Hoping to get on, you know, keep the service he received from both uh, Andros Townsend and Demario Gray against Southampton and continue his uh, scoring start to the season. Uh, Even Spurs and Arsenal have been linked with Dominic over the last couple of days, especially Arsenal, apparently willing to offer 40 million. (laughs) Not even close, Arsenal, not even close. Uh, So, as far as I'm concerned, Arsenal, well, every club needs to go elsewhere. Um, If they think they're going to. Get uh, Dominic Cavallone on the cheap, and if somehow the club sells him for forty million, you know, then there'll be gonna be a, seriously a lot of, you know, angry fans out there, especially if there wasn't a replacement brought in. But we know Dominic Cavallone gets better every single season. He is a tremendous header of the ball and tax the ball really well and now that we have players like Andros Townsend and Demario Grey that are going to be able to put the ball onto his head we can't afford to let him go Rashadison will, will, will obviously bane from that as well especially in the first goal against Southampton and um, the header over the top by Andros Townsend found Rashadison for the equaliser so you know, if Tom can keep it up, he could easily beat his 16-goal tally from last season. Um, Ellen Road over the years, sometimes it has been a good hunting ground, sometimes it's not. I think out of 13 games, uh, Leeds might have won seven, if I'm correct, in the Premier, Premier League era. But we had had some good scalps there over the years. Um, so let's hope this is going to add to one of them. Uh, I suppose, you know, the game itself uh, could be quite tasty, both are, are, but both managers but managers would be, you know, to be known as great tacticians. You know, it'll be interesting to see if Rafa makes any changes, or will he feel that the eleven that started last Saturday will suffice for the game? You know, we all know that he he's up for playing. He wants to play. And, you know, with with the next game coming up against Huddersfield in the. The, the, the League Cup, you know, maybe he might say, OK, for this game, let's put Rashaderson on the bench, you know, save his uh, energy. And then if, you know, because obviously he's not long back from the Olympics, as we know, he is keen to play. But with the game, as I said, on horizon on Tuesday, leave him on the bench maybe. And then, you know, I can't see him featuring, starting at least against Huddersfield on Tuesday. But we'll all see what happens. Time will tell. And although we won last Saturday... Keenan Holgate didn't have the best of games, so it will be, you know, will he, will he stick or twist, or will Mina be ready to replace one of them? Will Ben Godfrey be able to start this game? Only time will tell. I'm not too sure, again, what the situation is with Ben Godfrey in regards to recovering from if he was part of the COVID 5. Also, with Nathan Broadhead gone out on loan since his few minutes against Southampton, we're going to be very light in attacking forward options again. So it looks like, you know, you know, Moyes Keane might be on the bench this time round. A lot of the reports are saying that he's not available for the game. And for me, this means that the club do really need to go back into the transfer market uh, with two positions, you know, really key, which is obviously right back and another forward. Now, whether... Both positions are going to be brought in on permanence, whether they're going to be big key signings or whether they're going to be loan deals. You know, worst case scenario, we do have to get loan deals in, and especially in that forward line. But not something like Josh King, who just didn't, he didn't get a chance last season to you know to see what he could do for Everton. Um, so the starting lineup for me, I suppose, I probably would go with the same. Start as this you know the same guys that played against Southampton. Maybe Mason Holgate coming out if Godfrey is in and is available, he will offer that little but more pace to deal with the likes of Patrick Bamford. Uh, you know against Leeds, for for Leeds United. Prediction wise, I'm gonna go. I'll go with the same as I did for last week. I'll go with a two 0 win. I am confident again with Dom. Um, and maybe Andros Townsend getting amongst the goals so he gets his first goal of the season, hopefully. So yeah, 2-0 win. I'm gonna st- st- stick my my heart on that. I think I think we will be capable of it might take time, it might not be we might not get the goals in the second half. I think once we get that first goal, then the second will come shortly after that. Don't forget guys to check your fantasy football team. Uh, You know, ahead of the weekend. Uh, Congrats to Niall Finnegan who heads the charts with one hundred and seven points from the first game, while yours truly is second bottom. So, so much more to improve over the weekend. So, don't forget, guys, you can fill in. You know, still join the league. But if you're using the fantasy football app or if you go to fantasy.premierleague.com and select the section from fantasy, and then you can use the code 1v6f62. All those letters are lowercase. That's 1v6f62. All lowercase, and you can join the Goodison Blue Supporters Club Ireland League. So yeah, um, it's a three o'clock kickoff, as I said, on Saturday. Enjoy the game wherever you watch it. I certainly will, will hopefully be watching it and we'll be back later then with a match reaction and hopefully another three points for Everton as they the new uh, Benitez regime rolls on. Okay, take care guys and enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. And to finish off this week's podcast, we look back at Seamus Coleman and the couple of minutes interview he gave uh, to Everton TV about his Goodison Park debut so stay tuned and listen in to 60 Grand
2: um, When I think back to my, my debut at Goodison um, against Tottenham the game had started I was I was on the bench I remember sitting beside, sitting beside Shane Duffy and uh, Joe and uh, pulled up with his hamstring or his calf David Moyes at the time turned to, to me and Shane and, and said uh, warm up and I got the nod and Uh, Tony Hibbert went in the centre half, and I came on right back, and I don't think I felt any real nerves that night, whatever whatever it was. But uh, it's just a feeling I get I get today as well. I I picked up the ball a couple of times early on, and I felt I felt the fans getting getting behind me, and then you know second half I I really felt like I grew into the game, and I still remember you know coming getting to the byline a few times, and uh, set one goal up, and played a part in another goal, and. Tim Howard saved the penalty late on which, which added to the drama of the whole game and getting mad of the match and um, I got the, the bottle of champagne and I think every house in Killybegs got to see it I was that proud of it I took it home people were getting photos with it my friends were getting photos with it so uh, that, that, that bottle of champagne is still in my mum and dad's house and it's, uh, it's proudly sitting on the, on the sitting room table for, for everyone to see.
1: Once again, thank you for listening to the Gulls and Blues podcast. This has been brought to you by Ash from the Gulls and Blues Supporters Club Ireland. Pass this message around to all your Evertonian friends around the world to help us get more listeners. Until then, take care and have a very, very good evening.